0: How are, we, how, how are we going to start this one, Dan? Is this, is this episode 25? Is this is episode 25! Holy uh, shit. It's episode 25,
1: bitches! Dan, what do you think about that? On a scale of 1 to 25, this is the 25th episode. Welcome to Myths! <laughs> Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rose. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your
0: syllabus, if you want tales with a bit of jest, or you just want to hear about incest, what? What? It's really interesting.
1: Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. I don't think that um, that made sense. What I just said. No, but rarely it does. But... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, welcome
0: to Myths, everyone. Uh, welcome to episode twenty-five. It is a pleasure to have you here, dear listeners, to uh, to check up on us. You know, we're twenty-five years old now. Uh, well, actually, Myths well, is now older than us. Oh, wow! Well, it's not. because yeah. we're twenty-four years yeah, old. We, we we again. Let's co- we're going down the episode ten rabbit hole here. Uh, the tenth <laughs> anniversary
1: thing when we did a birthday for <laughs> <laughs> for ten weeks. Well, but so, no, 25 is a big, there's a milestone so, yeah, of anything. I'm actually, we can't really we done this podcast for so long,
0: you know. Um, um, Dan and I have just had dinner together, and we are just discussing that um, we've had, uh, yeah, this is the 25th episode, uh, 25 weeks of doing this, Dan. Uh, it's quite, yeah, quite a lot. Not one week missed. Um, well, in all fairness, we, we it's actually more than that, because we had that bonus episode as well. So. That's true, that's true. So, yeah, more than 25 weeks. Um, and Dan, are you happy with this? Are you? Because uh, you, you said it's a lot, but you said it kind of like... Oh, it's, it's a lot. Uh, I, I I'm quite jubilant at this. Uh, how do you feel uh, on our twenty fifth episode, Dan?
1: I'm very happy because I remember that sunny day in Whitstable when we sat on a beach and decided to do this. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice that we actually. I don't know. It's nice that we we've done it.
0: And you know, I think our friendship is from strength this strength, uh, and we've had some really funny moments within this as well. And uh,
1: it's been nice for our friendship because we would have no excuse to, to contact each other if we didn't, uh, if we didn't do this.
0: Well, I would contact you. No,
1: nah, we wouldn't have had any.
0: <laughs> sorry, let me let me rephrase that. I have plenty of reason to contact you, <laughs> Dan. Oh, I'm in Canada. I can't reply to your messages. Oh, I'm sorry. We've, and in all fairness, um, in the interim
1: between the university and you coming back, we
0: did contact. We did contact, actually, that's yeah. a joke, we did yeah. contact, like, we did contact. We, we, we talked on Skype and stuff like no, that. No, we did, we did.
1: No, it's been very good, I've really, really enjoyed it. it gives me it gives me something to live for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, episode 25 is the one where he tops himself. <laughs> I thought it was going to be me, honestly, but, you know.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I think mean? it's like like, That is good going yeah and also actually it's, it's nice to know that people are listening yeah. I don't, we were actually saying at dinner when we if we'd have got to this episode now and we hadn't have had the viewers the listeners we've had <laughs> still yeah, doing it <laughs> and we hadn't have had the listeners we've had then I don't I don't know how long I don't know if we either got this far yeah but so honestly because people are showing genuine interest and I think that's the reason we've
0: continued so from a very personal standpoint and a very uh, a genuine one Dan and I want to say thank you for listening we really appreciate it and uh yeah, I hope you enjoy what we do, because, <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, before doing this podcast, <laughs> imagine travelling 120 miles from Yorkshire to Peterborough Services, doing a recording in a car, as of to play, like, that's a, that's a weird thing, isn't it's it? That's a weird like,
1: thing to do, yeah. I mean, it's still, still, weird, weird. still weird, but at least there's
0: a purpose behind it. Yeah. Uh, but, so, thank you for joining us on this journey, and I hope you enjoy us for the next Twenty-five episodes where I do it alone, in mourning of Dan, and I do like a really sad version of me. It's like welcome to,
1: to me. me. One day when uh, once we get the production value going, I think we should actually have like. <laughs> Sorry, just pause it there. Once you get the production value going, not just two guys <laughs> sat in a <the> bedroom. <laughs> once we are shooting. Yeah, once this has actual production value. <laughs> once we have people and some kind of money into it. Please donate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we. Um, I'm thinking every episode we get a famous band to record the. Um, well oh,
0: can, we, can we pretend different can we actually try and reinterpret that,
1: Like, uh, Well if last episode's musical <laughs> endeavour was anything to go by, probably not, no. Copyright is still an issue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what's what's one of your favourite bands, Dan? Cause we've told a lot about music off the podcast, we haven't really talked about it on the podcast. What's one of your favourite bands and how can we do that can we pretend to do a theme like that? I quite
1: like Queen. Always a go to. Oh I'm a bit of Queen. They've got uh, a unique style. Yeah. Okay,
0: so we'll do like a Queen intro to... What me- would a Queen intro sound like? it be like a kind of a wailing guitar. Like, wee, 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 wee. Uh, welcome to... Welcome to... Uh, maybe the operatic version of maybe that. Maybe an operatic version. Oh, welcome, come. Welcome to Myths. Welcome, come. Welcome, Welcome to, to Myths. An uh, incest here and a death right there. Welcome to Myths. Hey, we've got to
1: um, educate you all no. about the myths. Ow, 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 myths, ow, myths, ow. myths. That was good. She's Matt horse and I'm <laughs> um, Dan Rhodes. Uh, and this is Myths. I stopped that a verse ago. But... Was that also uh, copyright?
0: If it's not over 30 seconds, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sue us. Um, if, if Queen Sue us, you know, I'll never buy yeah, hopefully it. Hopefully this podcast
1: doesn't bite the dust. A bit of right, Killer Queen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dan, can you laugh at my puns more, please? Yeah,
1: sorry. <laughs> Matt, uh, how you been?
0: Uh, yeah, I've been mean, good, thank you. That wasn't a really honest answer. It's more of a convenient answer. I'm okay, just tired. Well, now no, I feel sad. <laughs> I'm not sad, I'm just
1: tired and busy. But how are you, man? How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm good. Well... I'm not good. I'm just saying that for convenience. Well, now, now, I want to get to the bottom why not? I'm not I'm tired. No, I'm just. I've been working very hard. Uh, just being up and down the
0: country, and I just want and uh, doing most of this episode. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I do a, the lion's share of the work. Uh, anyway, talking about doing the lion's share of the work, one we we got a pretty jam-packed myth today. Yeah, <laughs> so guys, just as a thought experiment, today's myth is we're actually going to concentrate quite hard on the myth imagine that
1: <laughs> whoa. whoa imagine what? doing what the podcast discusses yeah, Jesus <laughs> wait, how many people are, Okay, so if you can email us at misspodcast.gmail.com I would like to know this how many people who listen to this skip the first 10 minutes <laughs> and just wait for the second no, jingle no I
0: don't want to know that because that, obviously the I'm doesn't... interested I think it's no, important to get no, feedback no, from our cause... I think it's important feedback no, I know... if the answer is
1: zero then great. If the answer is the majority, then we probably won't change anything. So. Fuck
0: you. Yeah, fuck oh, you. I'm, I'm Sally from West Brom. I'm going to skip forward until the interesting part. No, I'm going to cry down this microphone and you have to listen to no, me.
1: People from West Brom don't listen to a mythical based podcast. Sorry, do they know? Do they have the internet there? Oh. I don't know. I, just, I don't know where West Brom In is. In the West Brom. <laughs> That's not... A... Oh, sorry, I get confused. Anyway, <laughs> what do what, people from West Brom have an accent like? I have Birmingham accent, is not it? Brom, Birmingham. No, is, it, is that West Brom? I West Brom and Ho- Jalbean, yeah. Oh. West Brom and Jalbean. From Birmingham. Birmingham. B- 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 F- oh, like, Theseus from Birmingham. Theseus from Birmingham.
0: Anyway, uh, <laughs> like, we can
1: Let, do this. Okay, way. let's do the myth. Hub, hey. Let's do the myth. Jingle, three, two, two one, one, Go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Into- back in. Yeah. Back in. Nice Seemers. little jingle that One of my favourites. Well, which one was it, Dan? It was the um,
0: the one that we just put in. Okay, here's the myth. <laughs> so, guys, welcome to the myth. We are going to be doing a very uh, a bit of a different one today. Do you know why, Dan? Why? <laughs> That's so aggressive. So, usually, Dan, uh, at the moment we're doing Greek myths. Is
1: that correct? Yeah.
0: However... This one is strictly a. Roman An Aboriginal myth.
1: Australian myth. Strictly a. A, Ro- um, Egyptian Myth. Mythology.
0: mythology. Alright, this is podcast over. The F7 25 is so It's very call it quits. Okay. Inca. Uh, Aztec. Go on, finish it off. What what were myths? You know, I'm gonna challenge you. Yeah. Version. <laughs> strictly.
1: What what else? Go on. Uh, you this whole. Mesopotamian. Okay. You Celtic. Were... You know more than I. Um, Sumerian, um, Indus River Valley civilization. I, I forget how smart. Like he's he's not a smart person, but he's like kind of nerdy when it comes yeah, to this kind Chinese of Chinese fucking Qing Dynasty, it's Ming a... Dynasty. Is it a Chinese dynasty? <laughs> well, isn't dynasty the like, actual well, history? Galien, I assume the the khan's. The oh, right, actually, it's a fucking Roman one. Okay, <laughs> just oh my god, never You're, heard of it. R- Roman? <laughs> how are you spelling that? i hate you what part of europe did they used to be part of well i
0: believe it's from the uh the roman empire have you ever heard of it before dan yeah um well
1: i've watched gladiator one of my favorite movies (laughs) that's what we're
0: talking about today okay (laughs) that's good
1: that's good i've always wondered actually how rome was formed uh well (laughs) well i i have a uh, special myth for you dan have you actually thought you just saying it just to be a segue just just thinking about it i have no idea what myth's coming (laughs) How would how would I? I? I mean, I didn't even think I didn't even know what the Romans were until just now when you mentioned it.
0: I fucking hate you. Sometimes. Also,
1: um, episode thirty. Well, look forward to those Mesopotamian myths we're going to do. Actually, episode thirty is a prophecy
0: one, so keep an eye out for that. So uh... <coughs> that true, sir. Yeah. Uh, which did you forget about it? I did. Yeah. Yes. So today we're doing Romulus and Remus, and this is a um, this is actually a really fascinating one because. Although with previous myths, they have used the myths as a way to explain certain things in a fantastical way. So, like in um, Arachne, they explain uh, how um, arachnids and spiders were made, and uh, why. And also in like um, Persephone in the last week's episode, talked about how autumn and uh, the spring. spring yeah. uh, Pandora's see...
1: box, why we have terrible things in the world. Yeah, because uh, stupid Pandora opening a fucking box. Yeah, how
0: dare she open she up 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 a, a gift? A wedding gift. Yeah. <laughs> However, this one, it's actually it's the other way round. So. However, this one's very different because um, we are, it's the origin of Rome story. It is still a myth, and it's uh, largely um, it's not factual whatsoever. However, um, it's part of Rome's uh, like kind of uh, fo- fake history where it believes that it is uh, it, this is the history of the game, and we we're going to find out the how Rome started with Romulus and Remus. And are you, have you ever heard of them before, Dan?
1: I have heard of Romulus and Remus. And what do you know about them? I know that they were twins. Yes. And let's not give any way of the spoilers it something to do with an animal. I'm I already a... know this because I went to Rome and I saw the statue. Oh, okay. When did you go to Rome? 2000... Wait, hold
0: uh... on. How far do you know what the Roman Empire was uh, a couple of minutes ago? I don't know everything, Matt. You <laughs> just... The... I'm going to go to Rome and uh I saw these
1: statues. It's i never a... heard of... Yeah, it's obviously... not. <laughs> it's not that common a thing, the Roman Empire. Yeah. I only controlled, like... Twenty percent of
0: the world. Not like the Ming Dynasty, is it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all well, they did was make vases. So we are talking about the founding of Rome, and um, and it has a lot to do with um, Augustan Empire as well, And of course, Emperor Augustus um, uh, paid a lot of uh, writers and poets to uh, kind of create the history and like the, the fabled history of uh, Rome, um, and this is so. It's there might be some genuine. Uh, there might be some actual history there, but it's very unlikely. However, these stories are very much ingrained within the Roman Empire and the uh, Roman way of life as well. And they say a lot about virtue and uh, what's what's good, what's bad. They
1: also say a lot about Augustan society as well. I feel like, is it the equivalent of like our St. George or something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good example, actually. Because, yeah, it's kind of like a fake history. It's a fake patron
1: history. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, didn't. Obviously, George didn't say a dragon. No, he only killed a hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) No, he probably in real life probably probably wasn't a dragon. It was probably like a T Rex because obviously T Rexes used to live back in you know thousand years ago. They still do. They call the Tory party. (laughs) 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 Here's the myth: Dinosaurs died out sixty-five million years ago. I'm not a stupid idiot.
0: You're in a weird mood today, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Here's Romulus and Remus. According to Roman mythology, the founders of Rome were Romulus and Remus, twin brothers, and they were supposed sons of the god Mars, the god of war, also known as Ares, and uh, the priestess Rhea Silvia. The story begins with the deposition of Numitor, the grandfather and king of the ancient Italian city of Alba Longa. Now, we want to talk about this for a for a long time, however, Alba Longa's really important in terms of the Aeneid, okay, because we mentioned uh, Augustus paying for poets, he paid for a Virgil who created the Aeneid, the story which uh, took the Trojans from the Trojan War and what they did afterwards and how they set up the Roman Empire, because uh, Aeneas' son, um, and oh I can't remember his son's name, uh, uh, I do apologize, uh, uh, his, his son is, uh, helped found Alba Longa, so Iolus is this too factual? Cause that... Wow. I, this is, my, this is this the most facts Miss ever had. I am having a great time here because I'm just nerding out. Um, can you just do, every time I do like a speech like that, just to have some levity, can you just do a fart noise or something? Yeah, probably. I oh, would I'll do this. an example, okay? Oh, um, Iola started up uh, Alba Longa.
1: I <laughs> oh, shit myself. <laughs> That's weird. This is gonna be a long podcast, isn't it? Do you um, ever think about chicken eggs and the fact that they're just like chicken periods? Yes, that's why I'm vegan. <laughs> Continue. That's the kind of thought <laughs> sorry, I'll sorry. do that kind uh, yeah, of yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah. that kind of thought. Like,
0: <laughs> Dan's ra- but, you know what? I have Matt's mythology corner. Yeah. This is uh Dan's just Dan's <laughs> decrepit corner. <laughs> decrepit dankness.
1: Uh Roses rants. Rosie's,
0: it's not really rants, No, nah, not really rants. Ramblings. Yeah. That's no,
1: the same thing as rant.
0: So anyway, The story begins with Numitor uh, having a disposition by his brother, Aemilius. Numitor's daughter, Rhea Silvia, was made a Vestal virgin by Aemilius, which meant that she was made a priestess of the goddess Vesta, and therefore forbidden to marry and condemned to virginity. Like me and Dan. (laughs) However, the god Mars came to her in the temple, and of him she conceived two sons, Romulus and Remus. So she has this. Uh, she is vowed the life of a vestal virgin, and it's very important. Yeah. So they have they're to keep, priestesses. You have to keep the the, the sacred flame of vestal alive. Uh, if it goes out, shit happens. It's a sacred flame.
1: However, Mars. Like oh, the Olympic torch. Uh,
0: you know what? I'm too tired to negotiate. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly like the Olympic torch. You know, I to have a sex around the Olympic torch, are you? Um, but Mars kind of uh, broke that kind of. He. It's actually quite. Um, negative thing towards the gods because he just went in and had sex with Beth a better virgin. That's a big no-no. That is a big no-no. Uh, but and had... the gods are always so moral. This is bizarre. Yeah, they they are the nicest people. Yeah. Zeus, he is a top-notch fella. i Top he's fella. from the show. Um, so she had two sons, Romulus and
1: Remus. What do you think of the names
0: Romulus and Remus? Cause
1: it a bit dweeby, Well, my it? surname's Rhodes, so any of those, I think I'd be cool if I knew my son's Romulus. Romulus Rhodes. Rom- Romulus Rhodes. Remus Rhodes. Oh, hold I on. think Romulus Rhodes would... Oh, man, that's a cool kid.
0: Don- Remus Rhodes sounds like he
1: shat his pants in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My name's Remus. <laughs> my name is Romulus. Like a Romulan. It's a powerful word, isn't it? <laughs> Rhombus. It's like a... It's like a big word, isn't it?
0: <laughs> imagine your three sons. There's Romulus, Remus, and Romulus. Rhombus <laughs> <laughs> <Rombus> Rhodes. <laughs> Rhombus Rhodes. Yeah, Romulus Rhodes. <laughs> imagine.
1: And Steve. <laughs> For, imagine that. Ah, 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 and Steve. <laughs> yeah. no, I think Romulus Rhodes, I actually might do that as a middle name, maybe.
0: <laughs> whenever, when in the future I have kids, I really wanted to call them mythical as well. Um,
1: yeah, I like the name.
0: Um, Yes, I don't know. I think there's some really uh, pretty ones, especially Water Nymph's names are really like uh, really really beautiful um anyway, <clears throat> as soon as they were born, Emilius knew that he had to rid himself of them, fearing the possibility that her story may be true about Mars being the father. Emilius knew that he could not outright kill the boys. It would be absolute sacrilege, and he'd probably get his uh, his ass handed to him.
1: Would well, he just killed the gods oh also, son. the sons of the god of war. Maybe... Not a great... Nah, no, I wouldn't piss him off.
0: Yeah. The boy's demise was wanted because Emilius feared that the boys would grow up to overthrow him. So, he had them placed in a trough and thrown into the River Tiber. So, this is another thing that keeps on cropping up. People are always so addicted to power that they're always scared that they lose it.
1: You know what I mean? Uh, so yes. And they
0: yeah. always- Why do people always wanted to kill kids? All the time. Always. Oh, sad times. Um, there are therapy groups for things like that. Well, it, it, it's t- this actually happened to me in Yorkshire. Me and my brother. You know, it's a. Uh,
1: Is this the story of your life,
0: <laughs> Matulus and Memus? <laughs> Memus, that's a lesson Remus, isn't it? Yeah. At that time, the river was in flood, so he could justify that the river had killed the boys, not him thereby avoiding the wrath of Ares. So that's actually quite clever.
1: Like, yes. Not
0: to condone
1: child-killing, but at least it's a clever way of doing it, not yeah. just,
0: oh, I'll leave him on the mountain, probably die, who won't yeah. it.
1: Matt that- has a thing for infanticide, so he loves it.
0: Dan, how would you kill a kid?
1: <laughs> but actually, talking about that, uh, I'll avoid that question. Uh, talking about <laughs> that is weird, though, because like, like the Oedipus thing, they knew they had to kill him, but they were like... um uh, they, they knew that it, it had to be done like this guy knew it had to be done but that's just the human nature at the last possible minute you think I can't kill a kid but, so you try and find other ways to do it are you leaving them out in the desert or getting them to th- floods but admittedly though I think with Oedipus there's more of a
0: reason to kill him this is pure jealousy and power and yeah. he did he's just doing it to save his own skin see with the other ones like oh that's an awful we don't want to die we don't want to ruin the family don't want to, like, that's a messed up situation yeah. so they want to kill him for
1: before the prophecy comes true, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a decent, well, a more justified reason. Yeah. However, this is just cold-blooded murder. Yeah. <clears throat> also, I like the fact that because the flood, he is he, like, he can get away with it, and that wouldn't deceive a god. Like that's probably going to deceive a god, though, isn't it? Because,
1: uh, you say that, but Zeus made a woman into a cow and fooled everyone, <laughs> so that's not. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> If the waters did not kill the
0: boys, he knew that the river would take them, take the boys far away from his kingdom of Alba Longa. Thus would be the case. So they would be taken away. When the flooding waters fell, the trough still containing the two boys came ashore. They were found by a she-wolf, who, instead of killing them, looked after them and fed them with her milk. The she-wolf was helped by a woodpecker, who brought them food too. Interesting enough, both of these animals were sacred to Mars so there's, there's a lot going on there isn't there, Dan so a she-wolf, yeah, she a wolf yeah she's has... two baby boys on the shore yeah. Yeah. and she yeah. suckles them with her wolf titty she's just like yo get on mama's pies and
1: then a, woodpe- a fucking woodpecker <laughs> yeah this woodpecker's just like I can help, help. <laughs> I can help <laughs> do you guys need anything yeah yeah it's <laughs> Brian the eagle's cousin Barry. <laughs> Barry the woodpecker Barry the woodpecker
0: <laughs> Brian's on holiday I need to cover for him <laughs> yeah Oh god! What was that? What was the catchphrase we had last week in the trout? In the tr- <laughs> in the trout? Can, can you get us some food? Nah, uh, it's in the trout. It's mate. in the trout. It's yeah. In the trout, mate. mate I'm drinking trout's uh, sacred to uh, Miles. Probably. Romulus and Remus were then discovered by Faustulus, a shepherd who brought the children to his home. That's a
1: solid name, as well. Faustulus. By Faustulus. Oh, oh, he, he thats, did, that's he, definitely a middle name. Yeah, yeah, he gets shit down, doesn't he?
0: Also, how are always the good guys shepherds? They're always nice.
1: Always shepherds. Always, always save babies. Never a story where it's like, this absolute
0: twat shepherd. But then again, do you reckon, do you reckon just as a, do you reckon the reason why shepherds always pick up babies is because, you know, you know, they're a bit, um...
1: Good Samaritans? Yeah, not what I was going to say. They enjoy looking after abandoned babies? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I Do you know what the word nonce means? <laughs> no. I actually learnt this the other day. It's actually um it used to it's an acronym. It's a British prison slang. It stands for like non something something child something. Uh, I it, it's basically the word the prison slang used to label someone who's in prison for um sexual crimes. Yeah. And that fed through to prisoners. So the term nonce and now it's but now it's um, parlance in general general day talk.
0: Yeah. Well you'll learn that when you go to prison then. So you'd be interested in that, Matt. Anyway, Faustulus, who is an a nonce <laughs> Faustulus, um, <laughs> Faustus and his wife Acca Laurentia that's some proper good names in that household. Faustus and Acca raised up the, the boys as their own. Upon reaching adulthood, Romulus and Remus were strong, striking, young men. They had Ares' skill, and with the love and guidance provided by their parents who raised them, Romulus and Remus were proud and confident. Well, that's, this is actually a really nice story,
1: because if they were raised by gods, so they're going to be dickheads. However, if they are raised by quite humble people, actually turns out to be quite nice. It's always the way in these stories, isn't it? That it's not only the shepherds raising them, but it's also the fact that they're shepherds raising like royalty without realising...
0: Yeah, that's always happened. Yeah. Always. There's
1: actually a lot of parallels here with Oedipus. Oedipus... Probably. Rumors, Romulus. Yeah, even Moses, right? That this whole story—shepherds yeah, of shepherds yeah, raising definitely. someone who is, yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. Through rumor and legend, the two eventually learned of their birth and where they came from. Knowing their horrific past, they set out for vengeance and set out for Alba Longa. Once there, they killed Amelius and reinstated Numitor, their grandfather, as king. Because Numitor was taken off the throne, Emilius Hobar threw him out. So, so they they grew up strong, like. See you, Phallus, See you, I uh, was just off to kill our granddad uh, or our great uncle, I guess. Uh, and just gonna kill my great uncle. And they do it. Uh, what? They just do it with ease as well. And then new it is the king again. That's
1: well, like when Oedipus turns up, kills the Sphinx, and then becomes king of goddamn Thebes, well, like it's nothing.
0: I begged he didn't actually kill the Sphinx. He killed itself after going. You answered my <laughs> question. No.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> what else was I expecting? <laughs> Because they were young and wanted adventure, they decided to create a kingdom on their own. Romulus and Remus chose the place where the She-Wolf had nursed them. Because they're still very thankful for yes. the She-Wolf. What the hands of that wolf, you reckon?
1: Oh, I don't know, bless her. Oh.
0: What's her name? Well, should we give the wolf a name, She-Wolf a name? Priscilla. Priscilla, Priscilla. the She-Wolf. Okay. Good friends with uh, Brian and Barry. The... Barry the woodpecker. I don't like Barry as much as Brian. Brian's more of a charismatic. Imagine Brian wearing the tie. But Brian's quite a, you know
1: he's in a lot of myths. He has a
0: lot going on. Barry, there's a reason why you don't hear that much yeah. of it. <laughs> in fact, he, what he trying to get? you're trying to like gate crash on uh, on Priscilla's kind of thing. She's helping these things, and the woodpeckers. Barry uh, Barry's just like, oh, I'll help. It's like no one really asked
1: for your help. No one asked for help. We appreciate. I was it. nursing these perfectly fine. Yeah, oh, just... my wolf titties. I like saying wolf titties. Mm, my wolf titties. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, but... for the she wolf. Why was she all alone? Wolves should be in packs. Well, I don't know. Uh, I-, I feel bad. Especially European wolf. They're a bit different, aren't they, to grey wolves?
0: Anyway, Romulus and Remus arrived at Palatine Hill. This is important for Aeneas as well um, in the future as well. Palatine Hill is like kind of the capital of uh, the kind of uh, Palatine Hill that exists today as well. You can see where it is. They arrived at Palatine Hill. The two argued over the, where the exact position of the city should be. Romulus was set on the building of the city upon the Palatine, but Remus wanted to build the city on the strategic and easily fortified of Aventine Hill. They agreed to settle their argument by testing their abilities as augurs and by the will of the deities. So they they go, okay, we're going to see who wins by whoever get God likes us more. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's kind of a a very definitely like a popularity contest. Each took a seat on the ground apart from one another and Remus saw six vultures which were considered to be sacred to Mars, their father, whilst Romulus saw twelve. So, he... he but surely they would just see the same 4 <laughs> yeah, They're not sitting there each other. <laughs> right next to each other. <laughs> no, I got them! <laughs> Romulus won that vulture. That's the shittiest challenge I've ever heard of. Also, ever. you
1: could just... Go up to someone, how much did you see? And you're like, I saw seven. And then immediately you're just like, oh yeah, I saw eight. It's like countdown rules. <laughs> What's your number? Five. I've got six. <laughs> yeah.
0: Remus was enraged by Romulus' victory. He claimed that since he had seen his six vultures first, he should have won. Well, he ha- does have a point, though. He does have he? a point. <laughs> when Romulus began digging a trench or building a wall for his city boundaries, was to run. Remus ridiculed some parts of the work and obstructed others. So he's trying to like kind of dick around on this thing because he's pissed off. At last, Remus leapt across the trench and omen a bad luck, since this implied that the city fortification would be easily breached. Romulus was pissed off by this because he just jumped. Uh, Romulus was enraged by this. <laughs> this is the
1: greatest wall of the sky. He just jumped over it. Well,
0: that was a <laughs> yeah. but. Get this right. Romulus, enraged by this, he slew him, uttering this: "So perish everyone that shall hereafter leap over my wall." So his brother, who he's gone through thick and thin with, he's been washed ashore, milked by wolf city, and uh, he killed his uh, the great uncle, and now he's like he just he probably jumps over a wall you to
1: kill him then <laughs> what a petty way to oh, kill your no. brother siblings th- in myths are always one or the other though aren't they they either go on incredibly well or they just absolutely hate each other yeah usually the latter there's never like normal sibling where it was like they got on alright but most but deep down they loved each other yeah, but were, yeah.
0: <laughs> that wouldn't really make a good myth would it uh Fighting broke out between those who supported Remus and those who supported Romulus. So like a civil war happened. But with Remus dead, it was only time before Romulus' forces were victorious. So they had a civil war over, do you want to put the city there or there? Why don't you just have a town planning meeting? Just, that's a lot better, isn't it? Mm. Once the fighting subsided, Romulus buried Remus before continuing to build his city. He named the city Roma after himself and served as its first king. In all fairness to Romulus, I don't think it would be as catchy if it was called Reem.
1: Reem. I was thinking <laughs> that earlier actually. Yeah. Rome is better than Reem. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the city of Reem. <laughs> Do you remember the word Reem used from- to be slang, didn't it
0: back in the day? Uh, like is it like Geordie Shaw and Towing? Yeah, it's like good, isn't it? Uh, are we are Reemite, Yeah. Anyway, after the completion of the city, Romulus divided the people of Rome, who were able to fight into regiments of 3,000 infantry and 300 cavalry. Romulus called those... Where are all these people coming from? <laughs> yeah, just those... Just who It's built a of... city, but someone's going to actually come... Maybe it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll be part of that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just like... It's like a Kickstarter, but in the old days. It's like, yeah, I'll chuck five quid towards that. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> my life. Towards... Yeah, be all right. So they had 3,000 infantry and 300 cavalry. Romulus called these regiments legions... The rest of these people uh, became the populace of the city, and out of the populace, Romulus had hand-selected a hundred of the most noble men to serve as a council for the city. He called these men patricians, and their council was called the Roman Senate. Romulus called these noble men uh, patricians. Uh, Not only because they were the fathers of legitimate sons, but also because he had intended the great and wealthy to treat the weak and the poor as the fathers treat their sons. So this patronage actually feeds well into Roman society. Do you know about the patron-client relationships? No. So what would happen is that um, everyone would have a patron and everyone had a client. So the clients would go to a patron, usually quite a wealthy person, and... uh, the patron would give them an amount of money or something to help along the ways and the client would kind of Depending on what kind of service it'll help them out in some way, usually they kind of just hang around and kind of like be sycophantic and go, Oh, yeah, you're great. Yeah, and they hang around them and they just show appreciation. And so the patrons always pay the way for other people. So it's kind of like, like micro socialism, if you know what I mean. Okay, yeah. So it, And it would go all the way to the top. So, for example, Augustus, um, he was the patron to Ovid and uh, uh, Virgil and uh, loads of different poets as well. And so he paid the way for these poets, to, and Horace as well, he, he kind of paid the way for these people to. Um, to write their works because he, he essentially he was funding them to write work for him under the... that'd be nice to live in society like that now yeah like, uh, it's, it worked really well uh, from what I know and uh, although it, for example at the end of Virgil's life because he created the Aeneid it's, uh, it finished on book twelve but however that wasn't the end however. Um, Virgil wanted to destroy it at the end of book 12 he's like I don't want anyone to read this but Augustus because essentially it's Augustan propaganda because it promotes Augustus really well and his society he's like no nah, I'm just keeping it so he promoted it himself so he went away the... so it's kind of shitting that aspect from an artistic point of view and it does kind of in... does throw a shade over your work because there's a lot of heavy context if you know what
1: I mean yeah and everything's not exactly bi- like everything's a bit biased
0: dang and we need some
1: levity here because
0: there's a lot of some... say something Gross or something.
1: Oh, that was quite a lot of facts, wasn't it? Yeah. Why is the world map... Isn't it, don't you think it's weird to think that the world map is seen north to south as it is, just because we've decided north to south? Like, it could quite easily... Like, there's no such thing. There's no real north... We could have just quite easily decided that the south pole was the north pole and the north pole was the south pole, and then our world map could have quite easily be upside down. But because... When we started, when cartographers started doing the world map, we decided to do it that way around. Do you not know, think that's no, really cause interesting?
0: Australia's the axis, right? Because the axis turns like that.
1: Yeah, it does, but we're in space, aren't we? So it can quite easily spin the other way. Do you know what I mean? There, there is no up or down, is there, in space? We just decided that that's up and down. That wasn't levity. That added more confusion. <laughs> anyway. Um... Did you know that sulphur farts smell... By rotten eggs. Uh, Yeah, do you know why the silent farts smell worse? It's because they contain more sulphur, whereas um, farts that are loud tend to just be air that you've digested by accident, escaping, and air obviously doesn't smell, whereas sulphur does.
0: That is fascinating. Not levity, but yeah, uh, uh, it's good. Thank you, man. Uh, (laughs) That was literally the smartest fart joke I've ever heard in my life. Anyway, um, so they have this patron-client relationship. So he kind of built this system from... He created this societal structure, which is really important in Roman society. This delineates, symbolically, the inauguration of the patron-client relationship, also known as clientelia, which was essential to Roman culture and society, and was later passed down to medieval societies as well. So, you know, uh, essentially what I just said there.
1: Romulus spread the reputation of Rome as an asylum to all who desired a new life. Because of this, Rome attracted a population of exiles, refugees, murderers, criminals and runaway slaves. My favourite type of people.
0: <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, was, uh, it sounded okay. It was, oh yeah, some refugees, murder. Okay, no. Uh,
1: Rome's population grew so much that the city settled five of the seven hills of Rome. The Capitolini Hill, the Aventine Hill, Cilian Hill, the Quirinal Hill, have the, the Palatine Hill. Would you like me to
0: do the names for you? Oh, are they okay?
1: I think people get it. <laughs> Basically, just slur... Hey, if you go to Rome, the Tide Hill, the, the back hill... Romulus, however, saw a problem quickly forming before him. Few of the foreigners... A lot of the murderers in this... This is a big problem. Sorry. Few of the foreigners had wives.
0: Oh, I know where this is going, actually.
1: Uh... Romulus decided he needed to fill his city with women as well. So... So essentially Ooh, he realized yeah. that
0: his whole city was a it's a sausage party. Well it's
1: full of like exiles and yeah,
0: yeah. and obviously a lot of them are murderers and kind of like A lot of
1: them are male, I guess. Yeah. So obviously he says that. Continue.
0: Uh so what do you reckon his proposal would be, Dan?
1: To I would pay women to come, maybe advertise on of course the adverts. you would pay
0: pay women to come, wouldn't you? You do that all the time, you know. Yeah, Sorry, we're they, not allowed to talk about that on the podcast.
1: Yeah, they don't know, that's the problem. Uh I um I would advertise on things like billboards. <laughs> put a space. Um, put, oh, Love Island would be a good place to advertise on you know my what? new city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Imagine Love City. Then
1: love Island, Love Rome. Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> um, love Island sponsored by Rome. Girls would be like, wow, that yeah, looks I'll nice. Um, maybe schools, getting young. Wow. <laughs> You know what they're going to do to him there, by the way? No, as in, like, so girls know, like, oh, that. oh, like, that's not a bad. place. Yeah.
0: Well, I, maybe they could have done it in a way, like... You know, like, you give tax credits to, like, women who live there. Like, oh, if you live here for X, Y, Y, years, you get... It's very good. It pays your way. However, they
1: don't do that. What did they do instead, Dan? To provide wives so that his society could flourish, Romulus decided to steal women from the Sabines, an Italian tribe. Is that the Sabines?
0: Um, yes. Oh, Sabines or Sabines
1: um, so basically a nearby tribe
0: yeah, uh, and they, they're so a nearby kind of more primitive tribe, and they, who had a lot of women, and what help done uh,
1: he proclamated a festival and a festival and invited many Sabines to it, so he's invited the tribe <laughs> oh, yeah. right, the women to it while the attention of the men was elsewhere, Romulus's men rushed in and carried off the women. Wow.
0: So he kidnaps a whole So he invites the tribe
1: round for a festival. Yeah, and grabs... And grabs all the women, what's that?
0: So it's a slightly gamer You know, like, kind of the Red Wedding, where they just catch him off guard. It might invent this hospitality thing. So, uh, this... Um, it might mention what it's called in a second, right?
1: The, the Rape of the Sabine. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Uh, so Romulus starts off his society with the Rape of the Sabines. And this is actually well documented, because it's one of the... It's a, such a dark way to start your city. You know what I mean? Uh, especially with the term the, the rape boy in there as well. Like it's 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 super dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but well, in a weird way, a lot of people do celebrate that. It's like oh, you've provided, you've you saved our city. However, the city's literally founded on rape and murder and pillaging. You know what I mean? Yeah. But
1: it's like yeah, so, off the wrong foot.
0: Yeah. And bear, bear in mind this this whole myth is actually supposed to be a custom propaganda. This yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's it doesn't come across
1: great. Uh, yeah, this was the famous Rape of the Sabine Women, which later became a subject for painters. The Sabine men were furious. Uh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. And, led by their king, Titus Tatius, made war <laughs> on Romulus. What was his name? Titus Tatius.
0: It definitely sounds like a potato farm. Doesn't it, it does,
1: it? yeah. T- uh, t- Titus <laughs> Tatius. <laughs> or maybe it's Titus <laughs> Tatius. No, it's not. It's definitely Titus Tatius.
0: Titus Tatius. That's when, a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. Titus
1: Tatius. When the fighting had reached its peak, the Sabine women, who had grown fond of their Roman husbands, rushed between their ranks and begged, uh, and begged both sides to make peace. How pissed would you be if you were one of the Sabine men? So the women just, come... What? Actually, I do... We actually do quite they like that. have them.
0: Wi-Fi here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, what I don't like, again, is this... We saw in the last week as well, where they these these men just take these women... And then take them. And the part of the story is, oh, we really like it actually. It, it's really, it seems really kind of oppressive. Yeah. I know it just my liberal twenty first century mind, but it's, it, you know, what I mean, though, it's yeah. not like uh, it's, it's, it's. Just, I don't think that's a guy telling the story. You know yeah, yeah, for sure. They were really happy. They loved it. Yeah. Did
1: they? Did they love being dragged from their families and raped? Or maybe mm-hmm. they only just
0: tried to call for a truce because they knew their, their family was going to get murdered, murdered. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh,
1: um, so the battle was stopped. Romulus and Titus Tatius ruled together over the next two uh, over the two peoples until Titus Tatius was killed in battle. Yeah, in that deep mysteri- fryer. yeah, that mysterious battle during the night. Yeah, I, I literally imagine Titus Tatius as like, king a, hey, a, a, a potato of yeah, a king. Romulus, uh, where's Titus this morning? Ah, uh, he died in battle. Hasn't what? Been, what battle? There hasn't been one in months. Uh just uh, one he, of the battles. Let's just say he jumped over my wall. <laughs> For the rest of his life, Romulus ruled alone, proving himself a great leader in peace and war. He did not die, but disappeared one day in a violent storm. Pretty sure he died. (laughs) The Romans, believing he had been taken up to heaven, worshipped him under the name of Quirinus?
0: Yeah, Quirinus, I think it is, but um, I've never heard that term Mm.
1: before. The Romans, believing he had been taken up to heaven, worshipped him under the name Quirinus. He was succeeded by Numa Pompilius. The people of Rome grew proud of their city and loved the two gods they believed were the most influential, Venus and Mars. Although still seen as promiscuous, Venus was viewed by the Romans as more of a loving, caring goddess. As for Mars, he was viewed as their patron. He took on the the qualities of Athena, strategy, tactics and wisdom.
0: Um, Just as a... He definitely died, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) No, he just went for a swim. Uh, They they mentioned Mars and Venus. Uh, Mars, um, obviously... Came through the Romulus and Remus bloodline. However, Venus came through the uh, the Aeneid bloodline because uh, his uh, Aeneas's uh, mother was Venus as well. So th- that's why they they revere those two gods in particular within oh, okay. Roman society. So they mentioned at the very end that um, Romulus turned into a god. Uh, and do you know what that that uh, that's called? In uh, there's, there's a word for it. What, becoming a god, like the transcendence of becoming a god. I don't know. It's called. Um, apotheosis and basically it's uh when a real life person or in this case a fictional person within roman culture they love and revere him so much that they turn to they
1: make him into a god a deity of some it, kind
0: yeah like it uh, happened with uh, julius caesar augustus as well because yep. that's, a, um, that's, that's a apotheosis of a, a real life human being as well and so it's weird that in roman culture um it's a mixture between that it is that the fictional gods and then there's the real life people who they tr- make into the gods as well yeah like, do you know what I mean by Jesus okay we're going to go into the, <laughs> the outro Controversial it's <laughs> <laughs> interesting though isn't it, is, it?
1: yeah
0: I, I, I'm deeply fascinated with that in fact um, hello uh, welcome back um, talking more about apotheosis because um uh, I studied Suetonius' 12 Caesars, and it's the first 12 Roman emperors. Because uh, Julius Caesar was the first one, uh, but it's actually really... I oh, would uh, call it to read
1: that, actually. Uh,
0: it, yeah, it's, well, it's a bit weird if you don't know the context, but it's really fascinating. It talks basically goes into depth about each of the uh, Roman emperors. Because uh, the first... Well, the first unofficial one was Julius Caesar, but he wasn't actually an emperor. The first emperor-emperor was after the end of the, the um, Civil War, the Second Civil War, Augustus was emperor he was he was the first proper emperor but he's called the second uh caesar however within these uh 12 caesars they either do really well and they are turned into gods or they do really badly and they're turned into uh they kind of revere they are infamous within history as well. yeah so like uh the people who uh, like um they have a julius caesar augustus someone like titus as well who are transcended up uh but people like nero caligula um like particularly Caligula's, really, because he's the fourth emperor, and he he grew up without his parents being um, uh his his parents were like emperors, so he he knew he was going to be in power all day. He's like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, he actually yeah, yeah. looks a bit like Joffrey. Okay.
1: Uh, he just uh, knows he's going to be in power, so he just abuses it. You usually find that. When, when, Whereas the others were more or less for in it for the people. And you also you you try you know we uh, we discussed that
0: um, if if you work and then turn to a politician, you are more like kind of a bit more. Downsworth, if you know what I mean, like yeah, so. That's a bad example, but like he had not ex- he had not had to fight, fight for that that leadership role. Yes, he hasn't. No idea of the, what it's
1: like to be a normal person mm-hmm. in Rome. Yeah. However, he,
0: everyone was so scared of him and continued to be scared of him as a child and as he grew up, because uh, yeah, yeah, because he had unwell and you usually uh, he had unrealistic amounts of power and you should find that within societies the third king or third. um person to the throne uh, who
1: is it, now the only person who's grown up with it being normal you yeah. usually
0: find them to be absolute arseholes because uh, they they don't like know jo- anything like Joffrey Joffrey is a perfect example in fact um, if you do look there's actually a picture of Caligula and Joffrey who look exactly the same it's
1: really <laughs> weird I wonder if that was his inspiration George R.R. Martin well
0: it's that's, well
1: George R. R. Martin really just um, take uh, it from history doesn't it yeah he really because uh, he well, basically it's
0: he just takes tropes within history and then pl- t- applies it to like uh, his fantasy setting. That's why it's so—it's it's real life history and um, applications of society within those um, times, but into his uh, into his fictional setting. And that's why it's fascinating.
1: Anyway, it's been an odd episode. This it has. Do you want me to say something to offset that? Yes, please. Um, tits. Wolf tits. <laughs> Some sweet, sweet wolf titty. Wolf. Wolf. I'm trying to think of something that would uh offset this um very topical that was interesting there. I can't think.
0: Right, should we rank the myths, Dan? Let's rank
1: the myths. How do you rank myths, Matt? Well what I
0: do is I um I sit in my stool, I pray, I say, Thank you, Lord, for what you have given me and then I go, <gasps> life skills, morals, creativity, WTF factor, that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have
1: Life skills, what do we learn? Well, life skills is a practical application. Now, we're should... going to rank out of 10, by the way, for people that have never listened Sorry, to this. Sorry, I myths. forgot to do that, yeah. Uh... These four categories will be ranked out of 10. Out of a possible 40, we will see how they compare to other myths. What did we learn, Dan? We learned that... Um, wolf
0: tits taste nice? Wolf titties. Yeah, we learned how to, so- uh, we learned how to nurture young people. people.
1: Yes, we learned how to try and s- secretly kill kids. <laughs> Put them in a flood.
0: Uh, We also learned how to deceive gods in that way. How to deceive gods? We also learned how to jump over walls. Yeah. Learned how to kill our brother.
1: We learned how to kill our great uncle. We learned how to uh, found a city. We learned how to fight in a
0: war several times. Mm. We learned how to uh, get killed
1: in a storm. Yeah. We learned how to um, how to solve your lack of women (laughs) (laughs) crisis.
0: Well, let's not laugh. As I actually think that's so dark and grim, isn't it? But that, that's part of that Roman culture uh, regardless and uh, yeah we learn how to uh that the best way to settle a score with your brother is to count birds in the
1: sky yeah just count birds in the sky um, no I think it's pretty good overall it's pretty pretty good um, I think well, we also learn well, yeah there's a lot
0: there um, what well,
1: do you want to do a count of three
0: and then we both say the number of Also, we learned how to uh, transcend to the gods as well. So We did. Not like Belafon. Like, I would <laughs> fly up there and having a nice time. Oh no, my legs. Uh, okay, count of three. three. Three, two, three, one, six. seven. Let's go for seven. Okay, seven. I'm boom. happy with seven. Smashing it. Are you going to write this down in your brain this I'm time? I'm going to write this down in my brain. Seven. Uh, morals. So the ethical things we learn. Don't kill your brother. Don't kill your great uncle. Uh, if you want to kill your... A couple of the kids. Make sure you kill them
1: properly. Uh, or... <laughs> if there's anything you should take away from this? Yeah. If you're gonna kill a kid, just do it properly. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've learned <laughs> from these the myths. myths. Yeah, we've learned from these in the myths. Uh, we learned that. Um, well, in general, in any of the myths, if you are one prophecy has always come true. Secondly, don't trust the gods. And third, if you really need to kill someone, just kill them because they will. If these myths are taught of anything, they will come back to bite you in the arse. Yes. Always cut off
0: loose ends. Yeah. We also learned. Um, don't have sex with a Vestal Virgin. Don't it? have sex with a Vestal Virgin. Um, also, why did Rhea Sylvia just kind of let her kids just be taken away from her as well? That's true, yeah. That's um, we've that, we that uh, don't be a fucking credit sealer, Barry Woodpecker, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, um, um, I guess the big ones are, don't kill your brother, don't, and don't your start brother. the war, uh, um, negotiate with your brother I guess uh, to figure out where it is because he ended up taking all places within the Palatine Hill anyway Uh, uh, and I guess um, don't
1: uh, don't Uh, let uh, sorry go on there is a moral actually a good kind of moral if you take away all the raping and the pillaging but the, the moral is to look after one another
0: Yes, because he the did,
1: pitching, ultimately he did found Rome and he did yeah. create a very nice city for everyone to live in. Also, is
0: his, his, um, his uh, Faustus and Acha they they taught him to live a humble life mm. as well. So uh, t- uh, teach respect as well. What I happened
1: think? to Albulonga? What happened to this Longa. Uh,
0: uh, I think it's just because Longa was like the transition between because that's how they get to Rome. If you that know I mean they needed Alba Longa as an initial kind of basis. Um, um, yeah, uh, so uh I started that I and mean, then uh yeah uh, it's i'm not sure i think it just went into obscurity yeah. you know, i mean maybe rome took it over but I, I don't, i'm not sure to be honest yeah, i think it's a mythical place as well um however um yeah I, I i think uh and there's some big ones in moral like there's
1: there's no it's not loads but there's a really significant ones. Well i wouldn't say there's one there's not like an overarching mi- moral well, but then again, there is lots well, of little ones
0: Actually, and within August, and like this is how Augustus wants to, because uh, he he really Augustus really wanted to make sure men after the Civil War he wanted to make sure people behaving in a really good fashion. He, he wanted to be civilized people. if You know what I mean? He really tried to push that. So he's trying to show the virtues of manhood here and how to provide. I'm not I'm not condoning this, but like essentially what that myth's about saying so how to provide for your family, how to uh, sustain, how to look after one another, how to help one another as well there are twisted ways which he does that but that's the underlying what he's trying to show that's yeah. the reason why i included yeah. that so i think i think it's decent here but what do you
1: think do you want to do a countdown again yeah let's do it for all of them yeah three one, two one, two, one seven. eight yeah go for eight I okay like eight. It, nice i'm gonna write that down in my brain is it
0: in small writing again dan yeah God it, damn is. It. it is um creativity uh, the stuff why we find wonderful in this oh, world. I think
1: this isn't very creative. Isn't? I think is.
0: it is. I think yeah. it is as lot because I love that it's actually the based on reality. Yeah, Ares you know? comes
1: down and does his thing. Yeah. Woohoo! The whole fact <laughs> so- that she's a Virgil priestess. <laughs> that's uh, why you're condemned by the baby, The babies in the flood, that's quite ingenious. Yeah. Um, the the uh, bloody wolf. Yes, the she-wolf. Wolf, the wood-taker. she-wolf and her wolf ditties. Um, um, Faustus. and Faustus. Yeah, the
0: whole, like, the fact that he kills his brother. Uh, and, yeah, but also, he, he's not raptured in that like, guilt. Uh, Romulus' life is so rich as well. There's a lot happens. He does the war. He, he fights uh, the Tater Man. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I... Uh, For it, all of that idea. Like, and how, how he dies as well. and how he dies. I think maybe like an eight or a nine. Oh, sorry, a countdown. Three, two, two, one, one eight. Two.
1: <laughs> I said that to be different. Yeah, I think eight. <laughs> and finally... Um, so we're going eight. Okay.
0: eight. Is it maybe a nine?
1: What did you reckon? I think an eight. I wasn't... I was thinking, why isn't it a nine? Did it blow my mind, though? Thinking, no, it didn't blow my mind. But there's again, no mythical, like... There's no monsters. There, no monsters, no crazy... There have been some crazy things, like no one's turning into something, or...
0: Because I think it's fiction, but it's believable fiction. You know? Yes. You know what I mean? It's It's not... It's like what, Batman in the Dark Knight. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, we ever have, have a long conversation <laughs> to talk to you about Dan? The, yeah. The, the thing is, uh, the only the only mythic, truly mythical thing that happens is that Mars comes down to, to the rest of it is within the realms of human society. But of 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 course, it's highly unlikely that you're going to try and kill a kid and that Alba longer exists or this even never happened. But it's within the realms of possibility, if you know what I mean.
1: Yes. Yeah yeah that's true could be, he could have been believable but too.
0: I, I think this is the most extreme I think for what it is for like a non-myth like, as in like not a monsters and folklore myth I think this is actually the highest we, I think eight's the highest we can really give it because yeah, it's not so. it's not like it's only doused in like fan, fantasy you know? yeah I also think 8 8 Okay. so 788 eight. WTF um Mars Mars and the Vessel Virgin that's pretty messed up pretty
1: messed up Killing His Brothers pretty messed up
0: uh she-Wolf? she Yeah, sweet, but WTF. Yeah. But a sweet WTF. oh, what the fuck? Uh, on the same side, I, I think, obviously, the most WTF for me uh, is obviously The Rape of the Sabines. That's That's pretty messed I, up. I think, with all the other myths, this isn't me being sanctimonious or whatever, but, like, with all the other myths, they are... With WTF, it's all like whoa, that's weird. And I'm like, oh, oh, look at these different monsters or killing themselves. It's always... But this you
1: could believe actually might have happened, which makes it all the worse.
0: Yeah, it's it's. For example, the Battle of Lapis.
1: It's pretty messed up, but they're so It's, it's, it's it. fantasy. However, this is in
0: the realms of possibility of human beings. I can see human beings actually doing. doing this. That's yeah. why it's the darkness of humanity. That's what's the that's the truly messed up part of the story. That that no one really stopped that and the fact that it they, probably could have happened yeah and it, it has happened in history yeah. as well and they was revered as well as this is a good thing That, and I think that's a really that's a really that's a genuine WTF moment yeah. for me as, a, as opposed to you know uh, it's not just for the sake of uh, this, this rank as well yeah, um, yeah I, I I think there's a lot there uh, obviously how he dies is how we yeah it's in a
1: storm uh, I th- countdown okay 3, two, two, one, seven. 7. Nice. Nice. There we go. Seven, seven, eight, seven. 30. Seven, eight, eight,
0: seven. sorry. S- so that is a total of 30. Is it seven, eight, 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 7, Yeah, Seven, yeah. eight, eight, seven. Total of 30. Well, high. Right,
1: let me just double check that. 7 plus 8 is 15. 7 plus 8 is 15. 15 uh... Wow, it's 30. Pretty hard. Just such a dick. That's actually really hard, though. Yeah, well, bear in mind... Um, Anything 30 or above is pretty high. Well, this is... Like I said, this is a
0: different move because it's actually based... It's founded... It's based on something real in reality, if you know what I mean? Yes. So, uh, yeah, I think it's really... Uh, yeah, I think it's done pretty well for itself, which is... Uh, I think it's a good myth, wasn't it, Dan? It was a good myth. Chocker as well, wasn't it? Chocker blocker. Anyway, uh, how can people get in touch with us? Because uh, I bet, you know, they were like, oh, Matt... That was a really good episode. It wasn't funny, but it was definitely an interesting episode from
1: you today. I think they should get into it uh, on Twitter, at Miss Podcast. Yeah. Or on Facebook, at MissPodcast. Or you can email us in. Please do send us an email
0: at misspodcast.gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We do read out emails on the podcast, haven't we, Dan? Uh, We do. Yeah. Sometimes we don't uh, for a multitude of reasons. Um, But if you want your podcast read out on here, we would love to do that for you. Just let us know. uh,
1: And and why don't you suggest a myth for us to do. Um, And we uh, look forward to doing that for you. I concur. Please also uh, give us five stars on iTunes. It does help. Uh, we're also on Spotify now. We never mentioned that. Yes, we're on Spotify now. So do uh,
0: check us out. Or you can stream us. Uh, and so if you if you have a couple of what we we would like you to do, if you enjoy this podcast, this is episode twenty five. We hope you do enjoy it. It's not just some kind of like you are just doing it for the passion. You, you just really like me and Dan, but you don't like the content we put out. uh Just <laughs> we put you to sleep or something. But uh, if you like what we do, why don't you share it with a friend and? If, uh, an easy way to do that is show them on Spotify as well. So, stream it on there. And if you want to help us with the ratings, guys, uh, why don't you just, you know, when you go to sleep, just turn, turn down your phone to, to silent and just play it for us, just on repeat or non stop. <laughs> Loads of different devices as yeah, well, exactly. so it looks really good, yeah. So, if you can just create like a bot farm in your basement, <laughs> that'd be great. I'd yeah, appreciate that. Uh, a download is a download, Dan. A download is a download. Well, yeah. this has been 25 episodes, man. Have you enjoyed it? Man, this is, you
1: know... One of the, uh, one of the better myths, actually. Well, it's a, it's a significant myth, you know. I mean, there's a lot happening. Um, just to call back to uh, an email we had ages ago, I'm, I'm interested in particularly with this one. Who, what actors would you have played play Romulus or Remus?
0: If you can't remember, um, in episode uh, 5 and then 10, we read out Katie's email where she talked about um, which kind of actors we would have. So, um, in this one in particular... Yeah, I'm just
1: thinking this is a good one to do that for.
0: As a, as a, kind, of a kind of avant-garde director... For, I would get Jake Gyllenhaal as uh, R- Romulus, but also, uh, um, is it Maggie Gyllenhaal as uh, Remus? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, how, no. I think that's probably better. I'd have the Hem- Hemsworth brothers. Yeah, oh, that's what you and Chris. Yeah, oh, Boom. definitely. Which one would you have, though?
1: I think you'd have to have Chris Hemsworth as as, as, Rom- as Romulus, wouldn't you? He's a yeah. better actor, so yeah. he, he deserves more screen time. That's my only thought process. <laughs> Are we producers now?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, um... Oh, should we go... Uh, well, let's not do it from... We haven't got, got a lot No, I was time. just thinking about it, bro. It was just interesting um, How about, um... How about Amelius? Who'd... Oh, who'd play Rhea Sylvia As in, like, uh, the mother... Like, the mother of... Of the... The... the kin-
1: that could be a magazine, general.
0: Yeah. Who'd play the She-Wolf?
1: <laughs> uh... Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson, probably. Yeah, he'd play anything, couldn't he? I Daniel will, lewis probably. <laughs> I will suckle you. <laughs> like Aslan, voice. Oh uh, Yeah, Aslan. <laughs> I am the She-Wolf.
0: Yeah. So for my wolf cities. <laughs> anyway that's been us um, yeah, thank you for listening to this podcast also do come check me out on Edinburgh French you know where I am uh, 7 to 8 at the uh, to f- film my website
1: <laughs> Can't be just go on you
0: right, tweet me at company and uh, I'll give you all the dates on there do come along I'll tell your friends to come along or don't bye Miss. Miss. vessel versions
1: yeah they're condemned to have sex you just said <sighs> this is hard work today don't <laughs>